Welcome to the Vita Foods Insights Podcast. Join us as we explore the latest in science and innovation, helping the global health and nutrition industry connect, develop, and progress. Today's host is Heather Granato, Vice President of Content. Hello, and welcome to today's podcast. My guest is Kate Bailey, the Policy and Research Director at EcoCycle, which is one of the largest nonprofit recycling and zero waste organizations in the United States, with an international reputation as a pioneer and innovator in resource conservation. Kate is a leading authority on zero waste best practices and focused on the facts, details, and logistics that help zero waste initiatives succeed. Kate, thank you so much for joining me. Hello, Heather. Great to be here. Excellent. We've been discussing issues around packaging and how that relates to our broader health and nutrition industry. So I'd like to start our chat from the end consumer perspective. As an expert in this area, what are you seeing in terms of consumers' interests in recycling and zero waste? And how is that changing over time? We are really seeing a rapid increase in attention to recycling in the growth of the zero waste movement around the world. It's really pivoting very quickly, especially around plastics. It's just amazing how much energy has come into the space in just the past few years. EcoCycle has been in the recycling business for over 44 years. So we've been at this a very long time and we've seen things, you know, slowly ramp up and we've seen recycling programs grow but really rapid shifts in consumer attitudes in the last, I would say, five years, where there seems to be a lot more pressure on the brands to make their products recyclable, a lot more attention to how are we going to get to zero waste, a lot more. uh, We're really moving away from this concept of recycling as a solution to landfills and really starting to connect recycling and zero waste to our larger climate goals, our uh, social justice goals and really seeing part of it, really seeing it as more of a a holistic solution to a a just recovery. And and so I think that's part of the reason why why people are really getting excited. Recycling is very tangible and something we can all do every day to make the world a better place. I think people are hungry for that. I concur. Do you think consumers understand the way their purchasing choices impact not only what the brands do, but also what the brands could do, like what types of materials they could source and use. Do consumers really have a grasp on that? I don't think they fully understand the power of their purchasing. So we get a lot of calls from consumers and they'll say, you know, I'm frustrated that this package is not recyclable, or I was confused by the labeling or that sort of thing. And we'll suggest to them, call the brand or, you know, send them an email. And often there's this pause where they think, oh, like, like they didn't, that didn't necessarily occur to them. Right. And I, I, so I think there's a gap there. I think we, we underestimate our opportunity as consumers to, to raise that issue to say, Hey, I would love to see this package in something recyclable or available in bulk sizes or, you know, just express our choices And we also talk to people a lot, too. It's not just about your 
home, but but the purchasing decisions you're making as your business or in your church or your school. And so we all have this ripple effect across the community. And that's where you really start to see a huge amount of purchasing power. The accountability there and really holding companies accountable for the decisions they make. I would agree that consumers don't understand you know, if they make one call, they're probably making a call that speaks for 10 other consumers. And brands are aware of that. They they know that hearing from one speaks for many. In the health and nutrition space, we also find there's this desire to do good. But packaging, I think, is often an afterthought for manufacturers or the packaging they choose maybe doesn't serve a purpose. So from a brand perspective, how should these issues of recycling and recyclability, zero waste, impact product development right from the beginning of their process? Brands are in a tough spot when it comes to packaging. You're right. It's very much an afterthought. They're thinking about their product. They're experts in their supply chain and their ingredients. They're not experts in packaging. And, you know, that they have a, an incentive to reduce their cost. Yet from the consumer perspective, the packaging is a huge part of how we interact with that, with that brand. And so, so that's where recycling becomes really important on the consumer side of things. There's a lot of confusion, though, on both sides of the table. I hear a lot from brands that my packaging supplier told me it was recyclable. And I think there's a lack of, of technical knowledge. You have to ask more questions than just, okay, is it recyclable? We have to know in what system and in how many communities. And uh, same with composting. It varies so much across the country and, of course, around the world. And so I think that there's a, a lot more we can do to help support brands to really understand asking the right questions of their packaging supplier. And then on the flip side, really helping the consumer understand when it is recyclable. And we've seen a lot of great data that the, the consumer looks on the package, right? When they're, when they're looking at what do I do with this thing, they immediately look on the package. And that's where you have a huge opportunity as a brand. If you've, if you've made that choice to make your package recyclable or compostable, that's your bragging space right there. You know, give them instructions on, on what to do with that package. And I even encourage brands, when your package is not recyclable, that's also really important to label because there's a lot of contamination. There's a lot of things that end up in the recycling bin that shouldn't be there. And that's really hampering the system. So there's some great labeling programs out there that say not recyclable yet, which really helps us uh, shore up the existing recycling program and strengthen it. Uh, so that, that helps everybody across the board. That's something I've found very interesting moving from the U.S. over to the U.K. When I go to my grocery store and I buy things, just about everything I buy is actually labeled. You know, if you have a, a plastic package and it has tomatoes in it, the film is not recyclable, but the package is recyclable. Or you pick up a jar of sauce and every aspect of it is actually labeled. I find that really fascinating. It's amazing how much difference there is in recycling programs across the country, across the world. In the EU in particular, there are really strong recycling goals set at the, the highest levels. And those are also supported by labeling goals and labeling initiatives. And there's a lot more 
financial investment from the brands and the manufacturers into running and supporting the recycling system. So they have a lot more skin in the game in terms of getting it to work better. Um, but in general, you know, one of the things I like about recycling is it is a little bit different everywhere around the world. And I know that we often complain about that, but it's also, I think, a fun opportunity and you see a lot of creativity in a lot of different places. And so I think it's, it gets a bad rap, but I think it, there's some positives to it as well. I agree. What would you say are some of the top issues manufacturers are facing specifically related to the use of plastics in food packaging? Plastics have to be one of the fastest moving issues we've ever worked on. We've been recycling plastics for more than 30 years and talking about the challenges of plastics. And really just in the last two or three years, the world has exploded and, and really wanted to solve our plastics challenge, which is awesome, but also very challenging. And so, you know, brands face a lot of challenges in terms of there's really not a lot of plastics that are recyclable. And there's not, the outlook for that in the short term is not good. Um, virgin, pla virgin plastics are made from petroleum. The price of oil is very low. So the cost to make plastic from virgin resources instead of recycled plastic is, it's just the economics are better for making it. So recycled plastic is really having a hard time competing. So brands that want to do the right thing are being asked to pay more. And to be honest, that's, that's not really fair. It's a bit of a flaw in our economic system, but, but that's where we are right now. And so um, we're seeing a lot of consumer pushback against plastics and brands don't necessarily feel like they have a lot of room to negotiate. But I think, I think they do actually, because there's a couple of things that brands can do even if your product is not recyclable, one of the most important things you can do is add more recycled content to your packaging. So let's say you produce a pouch, a flexible film pouch. Uh, those are often not recyclable, but you can typically get a pouch that's 25 or 30% recycled content, which is a great way to reduce the environmental footprint of your pouch. So really encourage brands to ask about what is the recycled content in their packaging if they're stymied by not being able to get something recycled. Could you comment on the importance of approaching packaging even from a whole life or a circular perspective? I think there's some really exciting things happening in packaging right now where we're really starting to think about different systems. And so not just making a package and sending it to the consumer and they recycle it, but what about return to sender models? And, and you look at e-commerce and how that's shifting our entire purchasing behavior. And so this idea of a package, not just as a one-time thing, but potentially, you know, a reusable, refillable model. We're seeing a lot of exciting developments and innovations in that space and I think it's really important to also think about your packaging. Often brands, brands get stuck in a type of packaging and then they're just looking at different suppliers of, oh, this is what I use. You know, can you get me this at a different price or in a different quantity? Instead of stepping back and saying, what other packaging options are out there for me? 
in general and really broadening the scope and looking at different types of materials, uh, whether that's compostable, maybe that's a rigid plastic, bulk models. I think we're, we're really having that opportunity where we're rethinking what is this whole idea of packaging in general and what's it made from and then where does it go and that whole cycle. And so it's really exciting to be here as a recycler to be working with packagers and talking to brands and, and really trying to put that whole system together. Wonderful. Any additional comments that our listeners may want to keep in mind as they're developing their next innovative food or beverage product from that packaging perspective? I would say two things. I would say first, give us a shout. We are always happy to talk as recyclers about whether or not the package is recyclable, what are the challenges, and happy to share our insight into maybe some other alternatives and what we're hearing from residents about you know, what they like to see. The other thing I would suggest is there are guidelines out there for how to design your package better for recycling. We struggle with a lot of different types of labels, caps, stickers, that often when we talk to the brands, they didn't realize that was gonna be a barrier. So to the extent that you can look up some of those design guidelines, stick to them as best you can. Again, we're happy to help with those kinds of things, but all those little details really help the whole system work a lot better. And that's what we're ultimately hoping for, a system that really does fit everyone's needs and leads to a more sustainable earth for all of us. Thank you again for joining me, Kate. I so appreciate it. Likewise, thank you for having me. And to our listening audience, if you're interested in more resources around sustainable packaging, you can check out our Sustainable Packaging Toolkit from Informa's Health and Nutrition Network. More info on the landing page. <music>